All right, we're going to go to break and come back. We've got some great guest hosts from New Zealand, which is the testing ground for the New World Order more than any other country except maybe Israel, uh, maybe uh, Singapore. But, I mean, it is important to know what they're going through because that's what's next for us. Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show as we blast into the fourth hour. I'm Calvin Up from Countlessman Media. And I'm Hannah Spira. And we've got a great show coming up for you today because this week down in New Zealand, it is three wins to the people and one to the deep state. We've got a breaking story that we're going to talk about. It's medical tyranny here in New Zealand. Uh, but first, Calvin, shall we do a little bit of a breakdown about what the ruling party, the Labour Party, has had to backtrack on this week? They've backtracked on uh, controversial hate speech laws. In fact, they haven't really backed down on them. They, you know, they're billing it in the media because, as you know, we're in an election year. Uh, they want to get reinstalled and they want to then finish off the World Economic Forum, Davos dictates. Um, so they've just parked it in their back pocket. And while we're celebrating at the moment, we cannot rest on our laurels. Yes, because, of course, Chris Hipkins is cut from the same cloth, although he's trying to say that he's taking uh, the Labour Party, which is like the Democrats over there in the US, back to bread and butter policy, uh, which is, of course, traditionally for the working class. But they have taken on a lot of left-wing extremist woke policies of late here in New Zealand, bringing in a lot of legislation that has been really race-based, Calvin. It has. We have race-based policies where it's a type of co-governance sharing. Now, the Treaty of Waitangi, which we have here in New Zealand, is basically a partnership between the native people and the settlers who came. And on Waitangi Day, February the 6th, we celebrate the joining together of the nation, although it is highly controversial. And you will see as we uh, progress through the show, um, the pushback that's coming from all sides as the people suddenly realise they're not the enemies, rogue governments are. Yes, and uh, Donna Porkity Phillips, the co-leader of the New Zealand Outdoors and Freedom Party, will be joining us in the second segment to take us through to the end of the show and break down some of these pushbacks that we've had here in New Zealand this week when little old Kiwis have actually stood up and spoken truth to power. And, you know, the Kiwi bird, it's a flightless nocturnal bird that, you know, digs around in the earth for, for little grubs. Uh, so it's not really, um, you know, like the flying bald eagle or anything like that. But we need our Kiwis to get out of the dark, uh, stand up, get into the light and um, flap their wings and, and get off the ground and soar because uh, Kiwis are traditionally very apathetic. But we know after this week, you guys have got it in you. Um, Calvin, the other breaking story that we should touch on now is the medical tyranny here in New Zealand. Because um, as you will know with the baby Will story, the, the legal system was very happy to step in there, Calvin. They were indeed. Now we have a mother of three, former mayoral candidate, who has been sectioned under the Health Act, which is the Compulsory uh, Assessment and Treatment Act 1992. They seem to be using this legislation now to go after anyone who dares to question government narrative. Um, if you are anti-jab, if you have any adverse uh, views against anything the government wants to do to you, I don't know, like the 15 minutes cities, like um, take your rights and freedoms away, all the good stuff you actually should be enjoined, then believe me, they're using the Health Act under the Mental Health Act to section you away. And we did break that story late last night here in New Zealand uh, because we were on the phone with Pamela Taylor in the afternoon for over an hour as she had been um, taken from her home by the police with the mental health department. And then she had been put into an emergency uh, psychiatric service uh, where they had given her an assessment by Dr. Nigel Fanshawe. She was then um, on the phone to us and we heard her be driven from 
that centre to the Waikari Hospital where supporters will be meeting at 9am this morning. And uh, we heard the police talking to her. She was very calm. She was not... uh, Sounding She wasn't a complete nut bar. No, no at all. Uh, they have deemed her to have mental dysfunction. Now, this is all because the family court system here in New Zealand, where the judge has actually ruled that she needed to go for psychiatric assessment because she's having problems with her husband as of last year when she attended the Wellington Freedom protests in, um, up there in Wellington, and she travelled twice for a week. And uh, it's because of that, that her husband and her views on COVID uh, and the vaccine, that her husband has got the courts involved and is now sectioned her so we will be getting more information on that as the days go on and trying to bring you that as we get more confirmation yeah. um we will be talking with donna shortly about that calvin yes and waikari hospital is in dunedin in the south island of new zealand yes so if you're in new zealand please get down to waikari hospital it's a um, um, psychiatric hospital at 9 a.m well right now if you can get there go down and uh, we'll see you shortly after the break with donna porkity phillips to discuss this medical tyrannical breaking story here in new zealand Yes, it's going to be fun, believe me. Yes, and she'll also talk about Waitangi, so um, see you shortly. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when you look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. On the Alex Jones Show, um, we are now going to bring on our guest, Donna Porkity Phillips. She is the co-leader of the New Zealand Outdoors and Freedom Party. She has a master's in law. She has been a former candidate for Te Pāti Māori, which is the Māori party here in New Zealand. Uh, she's been a former mayoral candidate, and she's always advocated for Māori, which are the indigenous population here in New Zealand um, in her community. Welcome to the show, Donna. Kilda, thank you for inviting me on. Um, it's great to have you on. Now, we are going to touch base first with you about this breaking story about Pamela Taylor, the mother of three in Dunedin. What are your thoughts about the information that you know that actually hasn't been published in the mainstream yet? Well, what that tells me is that I think uh, we have desperate people in government doing desperate things. So if you don't agree with the government narrative, uh, what they are saying to all of us is that you can be sectioned. It's appalling. It's 100% correct, and that seems to be... Um as soon as people started discovering the fact that they have their true power, they're now looking at things like the common law, they're looking at living law, they're realizing there is a difference between law and statute, and the fact that we have rogue governments who are basically taking over in a tyrannical uh, regime format and suppressing their populations 
and are expecting them to basically just curtail to everything that they want to inflict on behalf of their foreign puppet masters. Yeah, and Calvin, the most um, worrying thing for me is that what Pamela is reporting is that in the um, court documents that we are yet to see, she is being uh, it's being said that she has extremist views, Donna. Now, someone might say that you've got extremist views. <laughs> yes, the media has told me I've got extremist views, tantamount to being a domestic terrorist. Um, you know, what we have to look at is our constitutional makeup. In 1986, we had a bloodless coup here in New Zealand where um, without the people's mandate, uh, the, the Longi government uh, back in 1986 uh, uh, made themselves sovereign. So it goes to That's show, right. I mean, and I mean, <laughs> tyranny goes back back a few decades, actually. <laughs> it certainly does. In fact, um, at, from that point on, New Zealand was operating under assumed parliamentary sovereignty, and that's why nothing we do, whether we put submissions in, you go for your marches, you go for your... Um, you can basically complain till the cows come home, and these people just say, too bad, we're in charge, you'll do what you're told. But the good news is, Donna, isn't it, that New Zealand is a small country, we've only got 5 million people, and when we stand up and when we push back, actually change can happen. So what we're going to start with now, the first video we want to bring up is you at Waitangi. Do you want to do a little setup for this video, uh, what exactly was going on? Uh, well, myself and New Zealand Outdoors and Freedom Party, uh, alongside our co-leader, uh, Sue Gray, who, who's very popular in the freedom space here in New Zealand, um, we had been sitting, uh, well, camped out in, the, in Waitangi for um, three days. Uh, we managed to get ourselves onto the panel for the therapeutic uh, products bill. Uh, the day before, uh, it was a challenging. It was challenging for us to get there, but we did get there in the end. However, we did uh, organise to get ourselves onto the political panel, and uh, we're told at the last minute that we weren't allowed. So what we did is we decided that we would ask um, uh, uh, questions from the floor. Excellent. Now let's roll that clip, and then we'll come back and break it down. Donna and Waitangi. So my pathway is, my father, I buried him six months ago of his vaccine injury, of his vaccine injury. The occupation, the occupation, so you say you, no, 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 I'm going to have a corridor here because this is the appropriate place to have a corridor. It is, it is. I want to talk to the members of parliament. You did not come out in the occupation for the vaccine injured and, and, and people like my father, who I buried six months ago, my husband's whanau, they buried 30 in hey. one month. 30 who were all va vaccine injured. I want to know, I want to know, do you represent us? Are we part of your whanau? Are we part of your community as the vaccine injured? As those that were not on my Will you support a Royal Commission on the safe and effectiveness of the vaccine rollout? That's so my pathway. Please come to our tent for more corridor. We invite you. We're the only political party with a tent over there. 
we 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 also have a we also have a tent and we've been there for many years. Do you support a royal commission no. on the vaccine and birth and life? Like my father. Hey, this is the place to do it. Now, Donna, you are um, surely understandably upset after that. I mean, that video has gone viral around New Zealand and around the world because what actually happened there for people watching from overseas is those people that were sitting on the stage are actually elected MPs from the Green Party and they actually shut you down, didn't they, by singing. Now, what happens for people who don't know with traditional Māori protocols uh, with singing, with waiata, how is that usually used and how did they use it? Um, so uh, after you have your male speaker, um, someone gets up and does a waiata or a chant in support of that speaker and then the whole group will get up and support, as you saw on the stage there. Only very rarely um, is it used to shut uh, a speaker down, a male speaker down, and I saw that when I was um, a very young child and I saw my nunas um, get up and, and close down a, a, a karaua, which is an old man, uh, after he was speaking. So it's used, I, I mean, I'm 60 now, and I would have been around five or six at that time. Um, so it's used very, very rarely, and that's what you saw. I didn't know at the time that there was another karaua, another old man, uh, where they shut down uh, his uh, uh Caught it all. His um, uh, what he was trying to 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 the message he was mm. trying to say. They also shut down with a waiata and with a song. And of course, that would be Pomia McKay. Uh, we will be airing his as well. Not only the his, the shutdown scene, but also his clarification of what he was trying to say um, shortly. And of course, we'll keep you on to break down and get your uh, analysis on that as well. Yeah. So, Donna, why don't you clarify as well? Because it's really important that people understand your father has passed away from this jab, and also your husband has had thirty members of his 30. family in the last month. In the next two minutes of this section, let's break that down. So what happened? You just tell us about what's happening in your family now. Um, so so the, the, when I said 30, that, that was post-jab. Um, in one month, my husband had 30 of his whanau pass away. And um, it's difficult for family when they're grieving um, to, to actually connect the dots. Actually, there were 17 in, in, in a matter of two weeks. Um, that And that, that was the worst month. But, you know, you're talking about deaths continuously for the last two years. Every time there was a rollout here in New Zealand where they'd have clinics and, and they were using bribery like money, uh, TV, phones, food, uh, to encourage families to come and get the jab, well, as Māori, we go in, we, we go as in clusters, right? We go in family clusters to get the jab. And so they were dying in clusters and we've been uh, recently been having unveiling in clusters as well. The thing is, our people know there is something wrong. They just haven't quite put the dots together yet. And of course, in New Zealand, the problem here is, and it's um, now absolutely proven that we have an excess all-cause mortality rate that is far beyond any measurable scope from before. I mean, uh, 
And you're right. We, we saw the advertising. We saw the uh, coaxing of the young ones, especially international audiences, your lineage, your bloodline. Um, protect your family. Go and get yourself jabbed. Uh, not too many people were taking up. Okay, we'll give you going to a draw for an iPad. Uh, hey, we'll give you some burgers. We'll give you some ice creams. We'll dress people up in Superman costumes so everyone gets into the swing of things and comes along to basically the modern day gas chambers. So we'll be back after this with Donna Paul Katie Phillips to continue with this analysis. The elite are all about transcendence and living forever and the secrets of the universe and they want to know all this. Some are good, some are bad, some are a mix. But the good ones don't ever want to organize. The bad ones didn't want to organize because they lost after power. Powerful uh, consciousnesses don't want to dominate other people. They want to empower them so they don't tend to get together until things are really late in the game. Then they come together. Evil's always defeated because good is so much stronger. And we're on this planet, and Einstein's physics showed it, Max Planck's physics showed it, all of there's at least 12 dimensions. And now that's why all the top scientists and billionaires are coming out saying, it's a false hologram, it is artificial. The computers are scanning it and finding tension points where it's artificially projected and gravity's bleeding in to this universe. That's what they call dark matter. So we're like a thought or a dream that's a wisp in some computer program, some God's mind, whatever. They're proving it all. It's all coming out. Now, there's like this sub-transmission zone below the third dimension that's just turned over to the most horrible things is what it resonates to. And it's trying to get up into the third dimension that's just a basic level consciousness to launch into the next levels. And our species is already way up at the fifth, sixth dimension, consciously, our best people. But there's this big war trying to, like, basically destroy humanity because humanity has free will, and there's a decision to which level we want to go to. We have free will, so evil's allowed to come and contend, and not just good. And the elites themselves believe they're racing using human technology to try to take our best minds and build some type of breakaway civilization where they're going to merge with machines, transcend, and break away from the failed species that is man, which is kind of like a false transmission because they're thinking what they are is ugly and bad, projecting it onto themselves instead of believing, no, it's a human test about building us up. And so Google was set up 18, 19 years ago. This was, I knew about this before it was declassified. I'm just saying I've been sources. That they wanted to build a giant artificial system. And Google believes that the first artificial intelligence will be a supercomputer based on the neuron activities of the hive mind of humanity with billions of people wired into it with the internet of things. And so all of our thoughts go into it. And we're actually building a computer that has real neurons in real time that's also psychically connected to us that are organic creatures so that they will have current prediction powers, future prediction powers, a true crystal ball. But the big secret is once you have a crystal ball and know the future, you can add stimuli beforehand and make decisions that control the future. And so then it's the end of consciousness and free will for individuals, as we know, and a true 2.0 in a very bad way, hive mind consciousness with an AI jacked into everyone, knowing our hopes and dreams, delivering it to us, not in some PKD wirehead system where we plug in and give up on consciousness because of unlimited pleasure, but because we were already wired in and absorbed before we 
knew it by giving over our consciousness to the system by our daily decisions that it was able to manipulate and control into a larger system. There's now a human counter-strike taking place to shut this off before it gets fully into place and to block these systems and to try to have an actual debate about where humanity goes and cut off the pedophiles and psychic vampires that are control of this AI system before humanity is destroyed. This is an interdimensional force that wants to influence us to build something that absorbs us and kills us rather than the divine uh, free will we're given to build something much better that empowers the, the species. So the species is now making a decision where you about its entire from? future. Where are you getting this from? from that's what it is. But where are you getting it from? I know, from, the, from looking at all the data, researching it, studying it, watching the enemy. That's the big decision that humanity has now got before us. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. And of course, um, we just really need to let you know that many of you already know this, but Alex Jones was right. Uh, there is an emergency sale on 50% off all the top selling products at InfoWarsStore.com. This is really important to help them with their war chest uh, to keep the free speech um, fund operational, your purchase is a 360 win and will help take the InfoWar to the next level because, of course, InfoWars um, has been leading the way. They've been the tip of the spear for many, many years. They've now given us a platform to get the New Zealand story out. So um, please do get behind them. Many of our team have purchased their products over the years and we love them. So um, get out there and support them because also this is what you need to know about the therapeutics, therapeutic products bill that's getting rolled out here in New Zealand, which is going to limit access to these types of um, supplements and even just plants that can help with our health. Uh, and it's all really important now, Calvin, isn't it? Especially with this jab being rolled out and the effects of it. Well, we don't, we no longer have it. Well, do we ever have in a health system in New Zealand? We have an illness maintenance system. You cannot profit off healthy people. Hence, that's why let's get rid of anything that does you good and let's bring in everything that does you bad because that will keep continuing to create new customers as they go forward. And boy, those pharmaceutical companies have made a killing over COVID. Yeah, and so what Donna was talking Literally. about up there in Waitangi at, at our national day over the weekend, uh, they were also talking about Arungua Māori, which is Māori medicine. Now, Donna, before we um, look at Pomia's um, excellent stand up there in Waitangi, why don't we get your quick comment about Arungua Māori and why, like all natural medicines, it needs to be taken out of the therapeutic products bill? Uh, yes, so in 1907, we had the Tohunga Suppression Act uh, that was brought in to get rid of uh, Māori healing practices and bring in modern medicine. The Therapeutic uh, Products Bill is the Tohunga Suppression Act Part 2, uh, but it includes all natural medicines, not just rungwa Māori. It's devastating. Um, my husband depends on uh, rungoa Māori and natural medicines to keep himself alive. He's a diabetic. When my father was first vaccine injured in 2021 after his second vaccine, we put him on, on natural medicine and rungoa Māori to help keep him alive. Um, if I can just share a little bit about what happened to my father. Um, he, so he was vaccine injured, got myocarditis with his second vaccine. With his uh, booster, uh, I was really shocked that he got his booster, and I truly believe that um, he was pressured by the medical 
uh, uh, fraternity and people uh, very close to him because um, he was told, and, and the propaganda was protect your whakapapa. Now, he, he had already uh, got myocarditis with his second vaccine, so his heart was already injured. With the booster, he got pericarditis and pleural effusion. Um, by the time I got down to the hospital um, when he was vaccine injured the second time, he also had ulcers in his mouth, down his throat, and in his stomach, and they did not feed him. They did not give him water and they did not give him any medication for four days. To me, that was voluntary euthanasia without even speaking to his whanau, to his family. So um, this is personal for me. Uh, my father was injured and then he passed. And, and like I said in that video, we buried him just over six months ago. This is serious. Absolutely disgraceful. Yeah, it's absolutely disgraceful what's happening in this country and indeed around the world. And it seems... It's 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 the same playbook playing out in every country. The entire Western world is under attack. Definitely. And now what we want to play next is the Pomia, um, the stand-up Pomia video. Now, he does talk about the separation of powers and, you know, the corporate state. And there's a great Greg Reese uh, video you can watch about this as well, where he's talking about the corrupt corporation and the, the three different states they've created around the world. So let's play uh, Pomia and um, we'll come back for comment. All of these statutes in the Parliament of England assembled and all the dominions belonging there too and all of the laws and customs of the same. Therefore, you know, there is a difference between statute and law. Law is made by the Atua. The law of gravity was not made by man. Now I want to go on and say that there is three groups of people assembled here today. There is the elected public servant and there is the appointed public servant with the emphasis on public servant. And there's the public. And there's the public. Let me finish. And there's the public. Now, I was late and I apologize. And I hope that in my absence that they began this hui hands off, with, with our national anthem, Eho Atua. So, before this fellow forces us, 82-year-old Komatua, returned servicemen, leave me alone, let them do their things. Okay, if you did not begin this hui with our national hymn, end the hui with this national hymn. And if you don't, then, stand it. just leave me alone. Now, what people need to understand is that was the formal dawn service of Waitangi Day. The Prime Minister was present. All the main political parties in Parliament were present. A lot of um, different nationalities, religions were there opening up with prayer. Now, this gentleman, he is Māori, but he was shut down by his own, and he is a return serviceman. He's fought for freedom, and those two that shut him down were police officers. Calvin, have you got anything to add? The uh, large Māori gentleman who was trying to usher him away is the Northland Regional Commander, 
So in these situations, especially around Waitangi, it's like anything else. You send your own to shut your own down. Well, that's what the state does, um, but otherwise it'll look racist, see? Um, Pomia McKay, of course, is former New Zealand Special Air Service, New Zealand SAS, uh, been in Borneo. I think he um, exited the military because he had an injured back. Um, I know him well. I've known him for over 23 years. That man has not changed his stance. He has continued to push back against the state. And uh, back in early 2000, he was a great advisor and trainer for our unit. So, um, Donna, what do you think about this? Because they're trying to the mainstream's trying to create a narrative here that the colonizers, i.e., the whites here in New Zealand, or the Pakeha, what they call them, are trying to shut Māori, the indigenous, down. But this is a case of your Māori, uh, Pomia's Māori, and you are both being shut down by your own, aren't you, at a place where there should be free speech on Waitangi? Quick, one minute to go over in the segment. Uh, yeah, I just want to go back to what he says about God's law. So there are fundamentals, four principles that underpin our democracy. Uh, one is God's law, uh, the principles of natural justice, the rule of law, and man-made law. And what we're seeing, uh, man-made law being statute law, um, is we're seeing the fundamental principles of our democracy being eroded. And this is what this karaua was trying to express. And, 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 and to be shut down, they're using tikanga, they're weaponizing tikanga to shut us down. And so tikanga is Māori tradition, and again, they use the song to shut this man down, um, and they're, they're using it for their own ends, because what's happening here in New Zealand is the iwi, uh, which is the tribal leaders, are working with the corrupt governments. So he, he says in this, we're going to play his next explanation in this okay. next segment when we come back so you can really understand exactly what the point was that he was trying to make. Sit and it's tight. an absolute beautiful message. When we come back, you'll see it. They realized that the, the shots were causing the explosion of chronic disease, asthma, neuroimmune diseases like psychosis, ADHD, autism, cancer, 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 autoimmune diseases. So they realized in 2011, they caused it all. So, or in 2009, and when our paper came out, they realized that these were the, the shots were associated strongly, very strongly, the chance of them not being associated it was like being struck by lightning, one in at least a million in a p-value. And so they covered this all up because, of course, they were liable now because for the 42 million Americans who are asymptomatic carriers of HIV and SARS-CoV-2 and other XMRVs, other manufactured mouse, monkey, and human viruses. The game was premeditated murder of the 42 million people you're liable for their injury. Premeditated murder. If you give somebody who already has an antibody a shot, you will get antibody-dependent enhancement. Oh, so they we were getting rid of the people they'd already poisoned knowing that giving them a second or third or fourth dose would kill them. Wow. Correct. Kill us, cremate us, add a mask, add a mask and isolation, and you'll blame the people for COPD or any of the other co-diseases. You never inject an HIV-positive person with any vaccine. We never did. Never until now. You do not drive the disease-causing entity through their Why do body. we know that all over the world, 
they the people that have had the COVID vaccine are testing positive for HIV. Is that because of the spike proteins from HIV? It has GP120, glycoprotein 120, absolutely. It also has the monkey, mouse, and manufactured as XMRV. So the spike protein is is killing, you know, literally the 12%. So you're saying America. it's a binary weapon where they already are preloaded with it, and this triggers the next phase. Correct. Mm. Please. And the more vaccines you got, especially Gardasil, because that has the uh, toxic um, synthetic lipid nanoparticles similar to the one in the COVID shot. Prior to the COVID shot, the deadliest vaccine, we saw athletes dropping dead on the field, um, passing out, falling down, all the things. Yeah, why seeing. is it particularly the athletes? Um, because they operate at oxygen max um, capacity max. They're, they're operating at such a high level in their mitochondria. This is an energy production, oxygen um, necessary disease. Um, so they create, they, that's what they're finding. They turbocharge the blood clots. Correct. Wow. Yep. And ischemia, lack of oxygen. Mm. So constricted blood vessels too, because athletes are running, they're constricted, they're they're working so that the blood flows and it doesn't flow, which is why your nitric oxide um, product, that new products, I hope you'll show it because that's a very important thing to have for acute events, be, uh, dissolve under the tongue, give you an instant relaxing of your endothelium, your vasculature. You, you looked at our nitric oxide. I saw it was the top rated that let us private label it. It's the best seller. You've looked at our formula. You, you like it? I did, and I do. Yes. Well, I, I'm not a scientist so, like you. What, is, what do these compounds do creating nitrous oxide? What does it do? Um, it relaxes the vasculature. So the clot will go through and not restrict. It allows it to relax. It lowers the blood pressure. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. Welcome back. You are live with the Alex Jones Show. In our previous segment, you would have seen Pomia McKay, a returned serviceman, who stood to clarify his position and basically make his uh, voice known at the Waitangi Day celebrations here in New Zealand. Um, a little difficult to get to the end of his because he was uh, shut down in the manner he was and escorted off, um, not in a, a happy way, of course. Now what we want to do is we want to now bring you what he was actually trying, the message he was trying to convey, and this uh, was shot by Papa Joe, and we thank him for this footage, um, and I think you, the audience, will realize that a lot more people around the world are coming to this conclusion, and just let the uh, video explain it for us. The war, the battle of words, has never been Māori against Pākehā. It has always been Māori and Pākehā against their rogue governments. The government is our servant, but they're not acting as servants, they're acting as rulers. So I'm going to go over there. I've got in my satchel over there the laws that I've won in court. Where? That's why I want to join with you people. So we form up Orbe. There is no law to make you pay tax. There is no law to have you register your vehicle. There is no law to have your driving license. None. There is no law. They have been putting acts of together in Parliament. Parliament is not sovereign. Simple as this. When you make a kaiaha, 
Can the Taiha rule over you? No. You rule over the Taiha. Until you pick it up and give it life, it's a dead thing. Okay? We living human beings, we give it life. Why did we spill our blood over the overseas? To have you come back and tell us? You want to do that to us? No. Now I speak fiercely here, but when I go over there, I speak gently. Okay? Because we want to make friends. The real mark of a rangachira, when he faces his people, he is the public servant. But when he turns his back on the people and the people are behind him and he's facing the enemy, that's when he's the rangachira sovereign marshal. Why? Because he's backed by all the sovereign individuals behind him. It was the government that broke the treaty. Oh, yes, they were mostly part of it. It's the government that's trying to hold us back. It's the government that's putting out all these mandates about COVID. Okay? So we must band together. And our power comes from Iwa Matua, not from the fact that I have a direct descendant to the king, Potato. Not from the fact that I have a direct descendant from Pachuwane or Wanaheke. No. Our mana comes from the fact that I am a child of God and you and I are brothers. The Paha is my brother. Oh, yes, you and I will sometimes get into a row, eh? There's a way to fix that, okay? And we must concentrate on, think about the Ten Commandments, think about loving each other, okay? And then we will move forward. Now, we do have a mixed history here in New Zealand with the Treaty of Waitangi, and there's always been racial division, but Donna, he summed it up beautifully, didn't he, there, that we can all come together as one and really just love each other. Because there is a common enemy. That's right. And, and, and uh, that Koroa said it eloquently, actually. Uh, the common enemy is is the government. You know, I, I'm, and he takes me back to 1986 because it's really important that we in New Zealand, understand how important um, 1986 is. 1986 was a bloodless coup where the government gave itself sovereignty without the mandate of the people. So we can question from 1986 onwards whether or not they have legitimate power. Definitely. What what we're going to do now, Donna... What we're going to do is bring in um, the other narrative that happened this week is a whole lot of people went to a public meeting to see Christopher Luxon, who here in New Zealand is the leader of, of the opposition party, which is, of course, um, the national party here, which is like the Republicans, but the rhinos, not the true um, patriots. They really are the sellouts to the globalist deep state. So we're going to play you an introduction to that about how mainstream covered it. It took them 24 hours to cover it. There was over 500 people. We turned up a whole lot of um, freedom-loving Patriot New Zealanders asked some tough questions, and this is how Mainstream wrote about it. Hey, listen, can I just say, firstly, thank you so much for coming out and actually spending some time with us this afternoon. You know, we are going to talk a little bit about the country. On February the 7th, Mr Christopher Luxon, the leader of the opposition in the New Zealand Parliament and leader of the Conservative National Party, spoke at a Meet the People gathering in the rural town of Rangiora, just north of Christchurch. The meeting was attended by an enthusiastic crowd of four to five hundred people. 
During the question and answer session, several questions were raised about polarizing co-governance issues determined by a racial divide that the current government is rolling out, such as work education curricula including sexual identity and critical race theory, and of course, COVID jabs and mandates. However, when Counterspin Media started to ask the really hard questions, he scurried away. You have another question. Hey, Chris, Chris, you're, you're, you're a businessman. I've got one more question, one more question for you, okay? You're a businessman, and I'm um, from Counterspin Media, and there's a lot of people here that want to know, are you going to find out what is in the Pfizer contract? Are you going to actually look at it? What did this government offer Pfizer to sell out this country? And are you going to release the unredacted Pfizer contract? <laughs> Just lost your vote, man. Is that it? Yeah, the voters are never wrong. Uh, they get to choose how we run the country. Chris, one single question. One single question, Chris, if that's possible. Into the Pfizer jab rollout, including the bribery and corruption and the wholesale deaths of New Zealanders. Will you open up that? Well, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. What's happening here is that's Christopher Luxon. He's leader of, of course, the National Party. Ba basically part and parcel of the same um, quagmire you have in Parliament. Nothing but, um, well, the cesspit of corruption. Couldn't answer a simple question. Shut down the um, meeting uh, quick as a flash as soon as people started talking about the jab, the deaths, and all the corruption going on. But he's happy to make sound bites and waffle on forever saying absolutely nothing. And he just completely ignored you. Okay, there you go. Uh, that is our footage, actually, um, and we're going to show you the mainstream reporting when we come back. But Donna, what have you got to say to Kiwis who, in that clip, were standing up, were asking the hard questions to the point where Christopher Luxon had to scurry off and shut that, that meeting down early because he was due to stay a lot later? Got about one minute fifteen. Well, uh, that's why I asked for our royal commission. Uh, because uh, uh, the politicians don't want to debate this issue with us. It's an important issue. And instead, they're shutting every single meeting down. We need courageous New Zealanders to get up and challenge them exactly the same way that you did, Hannah, the same way that I did. It takes some kahunas to do that, but we've got to do it for the sake of our children and our grandchildren. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're in peril times. My father paid the ultimate price for that and someone needs to be held accountable uh, for their actions and <laughs> the buck yeah. stops with our members of parliament.
And I will say that um, Calvin and I were waiting for the microphone because they did open it up to question time. And Calvin, oh, they, they were weren't giving it you. to us. They were not gonna. They were not wanting to give it to us. Yep. So in the end, there, once they'd shut the questions down, I had to just take the opportunity to stand up and ask that hard question: When will the unredacted Pfizer contract be released? We want that worldwide because we want to know what did the New Zealand government offer Pfizer to have our people injected with a toxin. We'll be right back after this. If you think the awakening we've seen so far is big, this planet and the globalists have not seen anything yet! We're aware of your activities, trying to muzzle the American people and gaming your search results. Google is evil. We now take the challenge, not to censor like you do, but to stand against you and to fight even harder for our birthright that you are trying to steal. Remember this, you killed your profession by becoming nothing but mercenaries for the globalists and people know that you're fake news, many of you. Now with you trying to kill the First Amendment, you're making yourself true villains. You've declared war on the First Amendment. You've declared war on free speech. Since when are hundreds of doctors unable to have press conferences in America right. and they take it off YouTube, they take it off Google, they take it off Twitter, they take it off Facebook. There is a giant crackdown that even the New York Times calls it a crackdown on conservatives and a plan to deplatform conservatives from the, from the internet and communicating with each Today. other. Just like communist China. I'm here to expose this fraud. I'm here, just like in Congress has hearings about me, I go there and I get in their face and I expose the truth and that's what I'm gonna do. We had over 40 million subscribers uh, on Apple. That was our biggest thing uh, with my three podcasts. Those were all banned. The most banned man in America, Alex Jones. The next chapter in humanity's fight for liberty starts now at alexjoneslive.com. It's been said many times that trials and tribulations, if you don't give up, will only make you stronger, will make you more versatile, will make you more competitive. And that has certainly happened in the last couple of years with supply chain breakdowns and other issues. So, after a year plus of contacting organizations and traveling around the nation and going to top trade shows, we have made connections with two of the very top quality suppliers of nutraceutical grade supplements in the nation. And so many of the best selling, top rated, top brands in the United States and around the world are supplied by these two companies. And the first big line we're rolling out is InfoWars MD. Every one of these 10 new products is the highest grade in the United States. The cleanest, the best, the freshest, it's insane. Take the new turmeric formula. It's called Turmeric 95, just like Bodies. It's the same turmeric 95% curcuminoid extract that was in Bodies from the very same producer of it. We've just cut out the middleman so we can lower the price some. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen, and it's the same for all of these products. But many of these products are things never before available at InfoWarsStore.com, like the full spectrum CBD oil. 
doesn't have THC in it, doesn't get you high, but it has all the good parts of the oils in the hemp plant that are so well documented for your brain, your cardiovascular, your joints, everything. I went to a doctor two years ago, had a checkup, had a full physical done, and they prescribed me CBD oil. Not that it was a prescription, they just prescribed that I go out and get CBD oil. And guess what? I discovered the CBD oil that they told me to get came from this company. So ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars MD is 10 new products. Check them all out at InfoWarsStore.com. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. hour of the Alex Jones Show. Um, we are talking Christopher Luxon, the leader of the National Party here in New Zealand. Now, the other story with him this week was that, of course, the, the ongoing narrative about misogyny being a big player in attacking uh, New, um, New Zealand female politicians. And I know Paul Watson has covered that as well over there in the UK, where they are trying to um, basically make it illegal to criticise females. But uh, Christopher Luxon says, no, there's no such thing as, you know, females getting more misogynistic um, abuse. He then later on in the day, earlier in the week, backtracked and said, oh, no, they do get more gendered abuse. And what I would say, Calvin... not election year, is it? Yeah. What I would say is, yes, it's a gender abuse because any politician who is... Rolling out the deep state agenda will be criticised and we won't stop just because if Luxon gets in as the next prime minister at the next election in October, he will also be criticised even though he's a man. Now, we want to play um, the mainstream footage, uh, the mainstream coverage in Stuff, which is um, a print um, uh, um, internet-based platform here in New Zealand. And let's see how they covered that um, and then public we'll meeting. Donna in for her comments. Yeah. Smashing headline from Stuff. New Zealand's leading purveyor of misinformation and government propaganda. Christopher Luxon hijacked by anti-vaxxers and conspiracists at packed public meeting. So, who then, are stuff calling conspiracists? North Canterbury has more than its fair share of the lunatic fringe and diehard anti-vaxxers, incorrigible conspiracy theorists, and wacky obsessives. It houses Dr. Joni Girard, who handed out fake medical certificates to support vaccine exemptions, and the signed writer who forged vaccine passes. It's home to Derek Tate, the Harley-riding Destiny Church pastor who has led anti-mandate marches. The first sign of potential trouble is the arrival of far-right conspiracy theorist Kelvin Alp and his pregnant partner Hannah Spear. Yeah, and there you go. Uh, they were basically scared as soon as we walked in the door. Donna, what's your quick comment about um, the media coverage there? And then Calvin's got a question for you uh, from your legal background. Well, I've been called uh, um, a conspiracy theorist, uh, an extremist tantamount to a domestic, uh, uh, extremist tantamount to a domestic terrorist. So I've been called all the, all the names under the sun by mainstream media. Here's the thing. I have my father's medical records and I said to them, I, can, I will give you my father's medical records so you can follow what had happened to him, that he didn't have a, um, heart disease nor lung disease prior to the jab, and they didn't want it. So, you they know, they only, want, uh, <laughs> they only want their one source of truth. So, um, no, good on you. Um, you know, they, they, they say, you know, I've been mocked for uh, coming on to your show as well as a Māori, as an Indigenous person of New Zealand. Um, but you guys, oh, you right, know, like you, you say... 
because because we are white supremacists and we are co-opting you. And somehow we have this mystical power that is able to take control of your mind and make you white. Amazing. Brilliant. Hey, Marty, I hope. I am Marty. And as you can see with the tonga that I'm wearing, this uh, uh, is from my dad. He gave it to me on my 50th. Um, I've been a staunch advocate of our people, um, you know, advocating for bread and butter stuff like a roof over their head, all those sorts of things. So, no, I'm pretty staunch and I can stand my own ground. But thank you for giving me the opportunity to give a voice to my father and people like him. Oh, you're most welcome. And another thing that that um, that I think was misrepresented in that stuffed article, we call it stuffed because they are absolutely stuffed with their reporting, is Dr. Um, Joni Girard. It should have read Dr. Joni Girard, hero who saved thousands of people from being killed by government medical tyranny. And as far as we know, because she is American, she's actually gone back to America, so she's not even in the Christchurch area. But of course, they have to bring her into that article to try and smear everybody because she went through the ringer and they tried to say she was um, doing fake vaccine um, exemptions and all that kind of thing. Now, we did want to ask you one more question before we wrap it up, Donna. This whole thing about indemnity with Pfizer. Now, is that possible? Calvin, what was the um, extent of that question? The question was quite simple. As we know, Pfizer got indemnity from most governments across the world. They they have obtained that indemnity by way of fraud because they knew that it was harmful from the outset. Can indemnity stand, in your legal opinion, when it was obtained via fraud? In my humble legal opinion, no. It's null and void. Their contract is null and void. Here's the other uh, issue with their contract. What did they put up? What did our government put up uh, um, as a sweetener, as a... um, uh, you know, were we going to lose uh, any resources, resources or assets if they didn't reach a certain uh, uh, number of jab people? I mean, I'm just putting it out there, right? Because it's 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 the timing of the three waters. Uh, nas- trying to nationalise the three waters um, is the timing around that, and there are other issues around that. But for me, uh, for today, it's about the timing of it. Was our water Put at risk. We don't know, do we? No, you're correct. In fact, there's a lot of um, countries now questioning that Pfizer contract because we have seen the Albanian one leaked, I think, and and there's another South American one um, that states where basically military bases, uh, ports, uh, certain key real estate has been put up, certain state assets have been put up, and this is why the New Zealand unredacted Pfizer contract has to be released to the public because we have not seen sight nor sign of it. And that is another question that needs to be asked. The the corruption in New Zealand is that's the pandemic. And the deaths of people across this nation, that's the pandemic. There was no such thing as this COVID rubbish. Cold and flu took a bloody um, holiday for two years. Then all of a sudden, everyone's dying right in line with the introduction of the jab. Yeah, and we definitely want, we definitely want to uh, congratulate New Zealanders this year. Of course, it is also the one year anniversary of those um, protests down in Wellington. From the first to the fifth of March, there will be a commemorative um, kind of gathering in Dannyburg in New Zealand. You can um, check that out on Facebook. Second of March commemorations. Um, 
Have you got any final words, Donna, of, of inspiration and encouragement for New Zealanders? And how can they get involved in the Outdoors and Freedom Party if they do want to get um, political in this upcoming election season? Uh, what I just want to encourage people to do is, is, to, is to stand up, to stand up like I did, like uh, uh, the Karaua uh, Pomia did, like Counterspin does, to stand up at every, because we're in election year and they're going to be campaigning. Every political party is going to be campaigning. Let's remember that the two establishment parties, uh, what I say, are the left and right cheek of the same nono. And, and and I'll let you explain and what no, no, is. No, uh, no, shall, we, shall we translate I'm that? sure you can use your imagination and work that out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, uh, if we vote out Labour and vote in National, National said that, um, remember, don't forget what National said, that they were going to cut uh, benefits of those that were on benefits if they didn't get the jab. So, you, you know, we, we've got the same people in power Give New Zealand Outdoors and Freedom Party an opportunity to, to, to be your voice in Parliament. We can ask the hard questions. You can see that we can ask the hard questions. Sue is out there asking the hard questions. You can go to our website, outdoorsparty.co.nz. You can go to our Facebook page, uh, forward slash NZ Outdoors and Freedom Party, or our Twitter page, uh, at NZOFP. Um, also, you can go to my Facebook page, Donna Porkeria Phillips. Uh, we will continue to fight this important fight for ourselves, for those that have died, for those that are injured, for our children and for our grandchildren. Awesome. Thank you so much, Donna. And before um, Calvin has his final wrap up, I just want to say uh, thank you to all of you out there who have given us our wonderful messages. Because, of course, in that mainstream article, you would have heard that, yes, um, we are pregnant. We are expecting um, my, You're first, welcome. my first child. Yes, thank you, honey. Um, our first child mid-May. Um, it's Calvin's sixth <laughs> child. So, uh, you know, what better Someone's way... Someone's got to populate the earth with exactly, goodness. Exactly. What better way to uh, combat the New World Order uh, than to bring in new life and um, new new beings that are going to stand and stand in truth and, and be, the, be the new world that we want to see. Natural, healthy, unjabbed, loved yep. child. What's your final words to the people of New Zealand, Cohen? Stop allowing the government to divide you. Just because they're a different shade, it does not mean they are different. They still want the same for their children. They still have the same um, wish and desire to be free, to pursue their own happiness. If you cannot help someone, try not to hinder them. If you can't come together, leave them alone. The only time there should ever be an intervention is if someone's life is in danger. The police are there or should be there to keep the peace and protect people from harm of another. They are not there to inflict harm upon them by international puppeteering dictates. And we will be bringing you more information on Pamela Taylor as it comes to hand. This medical tyranny in New Zealand needs to stop. We'll see you again here on The Alex Jones Show. I'm a huge believer in information. I watch InfoWars every day and, and follow Alex Jones closely. You know why? He can put you ahead of the curve. And he's been demonized as a conspiracy theorist. Think about how frustrated we are if you've been awake for a year or two. Imagine being like an Alex Jones or those guys who've been awake for like decades. Alex has been right on for over a decade. This is reality. Truth 
is stranger than fiction. The revolution of peaceful information is coming, and when it comes time, you people are going to be brought to punishment. You're lying to the public. It's disgusting. The media continues to misrepresent what I've said. He may be America's best-known conspiracy theorist. Alex Jones has the largest audience in the country, bigger than any of the uh, networks, the biggest megaphone uh, in the country. We're going to get fired up about the real things, the things that matter! Burn in hell, New World Order. You can find Counterspin, New Zealand's media revolution, at counterspinmedia.com. And now, on the InfoWars Network, at band.video.